Now's the time to get more happy because the SoCal Resident Ticket is back at the Disneyland Resort. Save up to 25% on select multi-day tickets and with more savings, you get more excitement, more joy, and more magic. There's no better time to get more happy. Visit Disneyland.com SoCal or click on the banner for details. Savings based on non-discounted price for the same ticket. Valid for residents and select SoCal zip codes with valid ID. Tickets expire May 24th, 2018. Restrictions apply. sake of the podcast world, it doesn't really matter what day it is, but it is definitely Joshua T. Berglund's morning gratitude. Good morning, my Spanish queen, Michelle. Good to see you, my London princess, Lisa. What's up, everybody? And of course, my dear friend, Rebecca, good to see you. Uh, Everybody listening right now on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Spreaker, on Stitcher, on Anchor, on Google Play, (laughs) everywhere else. I swear to you, I think we're on two new platforms today. Um, anyway, and I got to look that up because, you know, I want to give you guys a shout out and just tell you how much I appreciate everyone for listening, uh, everybody watching on YouTube, which honestly is not that many people. <laughs> I can't figure out YouTube. I don't know why YouTube doesn't like morning gratitude, but whatever. They'll figure it out eventually. Uh, but, you know, you lovely Facebook people, you know, uh, I love you because it all started with you. And uh, I just, I love you to death. And if you're listening right now on the radio, you're listening live on Spreaker or any of the other affiliates, uh, you can come check us out on Facebook at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. I almost said I was the mayor. I almost said I was the mayor again. <laughs> I know, Derek. It's I don't get YouTube. I don't know what I have to do to get people to watch videos on YouTube. I don't understand the tagging. I don't stand any of it, except that I get a copyright violation sent to my email almost every single day. Um, man, so I haven't showered. I barely brushed my teeth. And um, i am been off schedule so bad this week because I've been up so past my bedtime like four days in a row. And no, it's not from partying. No, it's actually because I've been doing a lot of really fun things, uh, making a little some trips to L.A., um, and then also getting to work with my leadership group and getting to train up other leaders. And it's been very, very powerful for me. Um, so today on this Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, I am grateful for a lot. I'm grateful for life's not most obvious lessons, like the lessons that you think you're going to get, but you don't. Like when, you know, you you think that you're going into a situation and you're going to be doing something, but then you get something bigger in return. I'm grateful for those moments in life because they just kind of hit you over the head in a nice way because you're not expecting them. And and, and, and sometimes the the mirror that that gets put up to you is not always a bad, you know, like people like to use the mirror analogy, like people are a mirror for you. But people always talk about it in like a negative way, but there's a positive way that the mirror shows up too. And I'm grateful for those experiences because I got to experience it last night in a very profound way um, that 
hit home. And like, I really think that that impact will always stay with me. Um, I, it's just been a wild ride. It, we're not at the four months yet. I've got about a month left in my leadership academy. Um, but I've just, uh, growth is an amazing thing. Uh, it is, it is. And it's, it's humbling too. Um, so good morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Good. It's great to see you, Derek. Wonderful. Welcome. Be, uh, welcome to the show. Dr. Garcia, my friend, always good to see you. Jimmy, the ninja, Lisa Walker, Rebecca, Veronica, your hands won't sweat today. I'm feeling pretty good, Veronica. I promise. Um, God bless you guys. Good morning. It's so good to see you. I'm off schedule, but I don't really care. I haven't worked out. I'm not fully awake, but I'm very, very happy and blessed to be here and be here with you guys. Um, we have an amazing guest. I had, I've been somebody that I've been watching and kind of became a fan of. Um, and, and so, and then we end up chatting on the phone and she's like, what's this all about? Why do you want to, you know, why do you want to talk to me? She didn't say that. Um, but I got to visit with her a little bit and I've been so geeked out to have her on the show ever since. So it's really, really exciting, but really quick. So I want to give a shout out to Sababa Water and I've been talking about them a lot. They don't sponsor the show. They're not a sponsor, but I love what they do and I'm looking for sponsors. But they don't sponsor, but I'm going to talk about them anyway, because every bottle of Sababa water that is purchased, they are able to feed a hungry child. And yesterday alone, I want you guys to hear this. This is this this freaking matters. I want you to hear this. Over 2,500 bags created, 76 volunteers, and people between the ages of 6 and 89 years old showed up. Our 89-year-old is a Holocaust survivor that was an orphan at 10. That's just powerful, man. I, it's powerful when people show up, volunteer, give their time, and like that. this, this bottle of water is feeding people every single day. So for that, they have my support. They don't even need to sponsor the show because I'm going to talk about them every day because they're doing things the right way. But speaking of sponsors... I'm giving away cosmetics and skincare today. So when I've been growing out my beard, I, you can't really see it, but you've, I've, you've seen me like fiddling with my beard. It's because I keep putting this stuff on there and it's a body butter. Wait, what is it? It's a natural body souffle and it's called sweet almond. It's made by color evolution. I put it on my beard. I don't think you're supposed to do that, but I don't care. My beard smells like sweet almond and uh, Karen likes it. So whatever. Um, and it's really good on your feet, too. So I'm going to give away some of that. Um, ooh, I have some Facecamp skincare. So if you go to facecamp.net and watch the video, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like a $500 value. I'm going to give that away today. What else? Oh, I got bags. Oh, I dropped it. Uh-oh. That's kind of messy. I got bags of cosmetics, too. We're going to be giving away all kinds of stuff. So today, we're going to play the 50 share game. I'm going to give away three sets of products, but we got to get the 50 shares. After we get the 50 shares, then I'm going to pick three random winners, and you're going to get products. And every product, is the value is over 75 bucks. Is that fair? Anyway, so thanks to Color Evolution and Face Camp. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I draw. I seriously. I, I wish I could move this camera to show you the mess I just made behind me. There's like, there's like all kinds of eyeshadow, like just laying right behind me, and it's making me crazy. I, I, I. <laughs> okay, we have a guest. Sorry, I kind of got lost in the fact that I have eyeshadow right behind me, and it, it, it's good eyeshadow. Not that I know from experience. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited about this. I'm not even going to read her bio. Screw it. She's amazing. I'll let her talk about herself because she's freaking awesome. And you guys already know who she is. Ladies and gentlemen, Gentry Potter. <laughs> What's up? Hi. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. Awesome. Not again. No. Wait, wait. Are you there? Hi. Can you hear me? This can't be happening. Are you there? <gasps> Are you kidding me? Why? Are you there? No. <laughs> this is twice. 
Be live? No way. She's not. What? Hold on. Gentry, bear with me. Can anyone hear her? Why am I not hearing her? Can you guys hear me? Give us a thumbs up if you can hear me. This is two interviews in a row. Be live? (laughs) Hold on. I got to send them hate mail. I got to send them hate mail. Bear with me. Um, Two broadcasts in a row. My guests do not have sound. Fix this. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. This is insane. She can't be here. They can hear you? Okay, hold on. I'm going to kick her out really quick. Oh, my gosh. You guys can hear her. You guys can hear her. Let me send her a new link. Just go. I'm going to send you a new link. Okay. So, podcast audience, I'm sorry. You can probably see how, like, just, oh, my God. I'm... This is, you know, I'm going to keep my composure. You know why? Because I'm namaste right now, and I'm still giving away freaking product. You can hear them both. Okay, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? This is insane. Okay, so (laughs) this is going to be the world's funnest interview because you guys can hear everything. I don't know how to do this. How do I do this? How do I talk to her and how do we make the radio audience can't hear you though? <laughs> oh, oy vey. Gentry, this happened to me yesterday. I'm sorry. This <laughs> stupid software. Be live. Ah! That is hilarious. Okay. I don't even know what to say. I. I'm so excited about this, Gingery, and I do not understand because I obviously have sound. See? I got sound. I can hear. Oh, my gosh. So, Gingery, I don't really know how to make this work at all because I don't read lips. And, oh, (laughs) Fudge. I'm going to tell you, I don't know how BeLive stays in business. BeLive may be seriously the worst thing to happen to the internet because here's why. They, they, they tease you and say, oh, we have this really, really easy software to use and it's really great and it's clean. You can send a link, you can share, you can add 55 people on the screen. It's super, it's so much better than Zoom. But yet, you always have a malfunction. You are the worst company and you have the worst customer service I've ever seen in my life. You know who has wor- you know better? Like a, a, a butcher has better customer service. <laughs> Toys R Us, who's going out of business, has better customer service than you, Live. You're terrible. You're terrible. You don't respond to complaints. You don't fix anything. What if this is how people made their living and they've already paid you and then you just freaking, you don't fix your stuff. Fix fix your product, Be Live. This is embarrassing. I've been so excited about this interview and I got to read her lips. I'm not a rip leader. I can (laughs) barely speak Oklahoman. What the hell? What is wrong with you? Not, namaste, you're right. Namaste, check my levels. I did check my levels. My volume's up. <sighs> There's got to be something here. This is insane. I, I Be live. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is like 2018. Like we have, we have, we have technology where I can actually pretend that I'm a walrus. I can go into a virtual reward uh, and, and be a walrus. I can be a walrus. And if I can do that, then you should be able to have sound on your technology. Fix it. Every week this happens. It's embarrassing. Maybe I do need to just change platforms. Let's try it again. Namaste. I'm not grateful for you, Be Live. <laughs> Gentry. You are killing me. Can you hear me? Oh, man. Look, I mean, she's adorable, too. Look, she's freaking adorable. She's got cool <laughs> hair. 
You know, we could be talking about cosmetics. I got cool hair too. Um, <laughs> we could be talking about cosmetics right now. We could be doing all kinds of stuff. But no, we could be talking about gratitude and life coaching. I think I need life coaching right now. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, I'm giving away tickets to the Women's Empowerment Workshop. They're free, you know, because I got them free because I'm in the media technically. So they gave me free tickets. So I'm giving away. So if you're near Southern California tomorrow morning, you want to go to La Jolla, I got free tickets for you. Just message me. Gentry, refresh my internet. I like, like leave and come back in. Okay, so... We'll make it the Gentry show. <laughs> Can she call? Oh, Gentry, call me. That's what we'll do. We're going to call. I know hate's a strong word. Hey, Gentry, <laughs> call me. I just sent it in the comments. Pick up the phone and call me. We're going to go old school radio. Check this out. I'm going to kick... I'm going to kick Be Live in the nuts. I'm just saying. I'm going to kick him in the nuts. Namaste, nutso. I cannot believe two days in a row. And if I have to reschedule my afternoon video, my interview this afternoon, that guy's going to kick me in the nuts because it's going to be the third time. When she calls me, we're going to blow this out of the water. You watch. What's up? Hey. hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, all right. Look at this. We got an interview now. Okay. So you guys, can you can the audience hear now? Can they see me too? Am I still on the camera? Yeah, and it's actually in real time. Sweet. Sweet. We're going to run with this, Gentry, because I don't want to cancel this interview. Radio audience, I apologize about the bad interview, but you can blame BeLive. Send all hate mail to BeLive.tv. B-E-L-I-V-E dot TV. And just send him a note that said, Joshua's morning gratitude said you sucked and he's not grateful for you. That's good. Holy feedback. You know what? You guys are going to have to deal with it. You can hear. Okay. So, Gentry, what are you grateful for today? Because it's obvious I need some uh, an attitude adjustment right now. I am grateful that you are cracking me up. <laughs> this is so funny. I'm just laughing my head off. It's all good. I'm a little, you know, here's the thing. Like, I really am like a sweetheart and I'm a nice guy, but I am a little feisty too. So we all, we're all <laughs> oh. sweet and sassy, right? You got to yeah, have turn, more flavors. Turn down your computer volume now. My please. computer volume is off. Oh, it's off. Okay, then we're good. I don't have a headset, Veronica. We're just going to go with this. So what are you grateful for? I forgot already. That you're cracking me up. Oh, come on. You got something else than that. You got, come on. You know, okay. I am grateful today for people who are showing up um, in really big ways. I am, I'm so excited because I'm coming to Kenya for the first time for three trips this year. Um, and I have, you included, all over 20 people, 20 businesses who are donating to my fundraiser. That's awesome. awesome. I mean, I, I just, I could seriously I just cry like a baby right now because I just feel just so much gratitude. I mean, people are just awesome. People are awesome. Ah, well, no, and I'm serious. Like, I'll, um, I can donate skincare and then um, cosmetics. I mean, I have dropped half of them on the floor. Um, and I'm also willing to do like podcast trainings. Like, I can, I'll, I'll. I, I mean, I don't even, I know what I charge when I decide to charge for it, <laughs> but I'm, I'm more than happy to teach somebody how to do whatever. Like I, we can talk about it, but I'm more than happy to uh, donate everything I can to support, to support you. I, I just love what you're up to. I've watched, I've been watching what you're doing and I'm, I'm just a fan. I, I love it. So what inspired you to do this fundraiser and talk about the fundraiser? Yeah, so I just, 
I have a big heart. I love anything that supports women and children. And, and I have um, my good friend Heidi Cotton. She runs a nonprofit called 100 Humanitarians. And she's been going to Kenya for over three years. And what she does is instead of giving a handout, it's giving a handout. It is teaching these families how to be self-sustaining, how to build their own businesses with um, their own garden, um, with cattle and chicken and goats. And there are so many different girls, girls, which is the uh, sanitary kits that keeps these girls in schools. Um, it's just, it's just an incredible, incredible um, profit. And, I've been affiliated with them for a while, um, just kind of watching from the sidelines, just dreaming of, how can I get involved? I'm a mom with five, by the way. What? Um, by the way. Yeah. I know. Were they So my twins are 15, twin boys are actually taller than me now. They're freshmen in high school, and then I'm taking my daughter with me, she's 11, for this first trip. And then I have a seven, five-year-old boy. So four boys, one girl. Um, so, you know, anything that has to do with women and children, it's just, you know, has my heart. Um, so back in November, my friend Heidi, she just came back from one of her mini trips. And uh, she has found, even though she's been going there for a long time, she, kind of, she works with the, the Maasai tribe, which is one of the most ancient tribes in Kenya. And found this rescue plan that was kind of hidden away. And there's over 75 girls there between the ages of 10 and 20. And these are girls that have escaped their homes in the middle of the night to escape early marriage and female genital mutilation. And wait a I, second, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I got I have to stop you really quick. Yeah. Why in Sam Hell, if you were gonna marry a woman, would you want to mutilate her genitalia? Like wouldn't you want to keep it intact? And so not trying to be inappropriate, but it doesn't make right, sense. Right. So they have they very very backwards backwards beliefs, but um, um women are women are, are the cause of a lot of their problems. And so they they stitch them up. So that they won't so have, sex have sex when really it's when the really men the who, are who are the perpetrators. The perpetrators. So, so a lot of times, lot of too, things um, um, because these girls because don't have sanitary pads, they'll go bleed they'll out, right, in the animation family, and it's all the school. So girls don't want to miss school. So they'll try to go by, try to find men who have money, say, hey, can you help me get a tampon? 50 cents, right, for tampon. And they'll sell sex for tampon. Because these girls don't know. They don't understand that that's going to them pregnant. Yeah, it's a, it's a big problem. There's a lot of cultures really in the world that have a lot of a lot of misconstrued ideas around just how all those things work. A lot of cultures believe that um, if they have sex with a virgin, that that will cure their AIDS. So yeah, there's wait, there's a lot. Wait, wait, wait! Did you say cure their AIDS? Yes. Yeah. That's a belief That's that a is in a lot of cultures in the world. And if they have sex with a virgin, it will be their age. Fudge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So ever since September, I mean, I was pretty interested in what she was doing. I knew she was making a big impact in, you know, indigenous areas of the world on these issues. Um, but when I heard about these girls in this rescue center, I haven't stopped I haven't thinking, about thinking about them. I dream about I them. Dream I think about them because, because, you know, when she went and she found them and she went to visit them while she was there in November and asked, you know, what do you need? How can I support you? What do you need most right now? Hold, hey, hold on. Tabaya, put your speaker back on. We're going to try it. They're saying it's really, really bad. Kat, because okay. I want, because Kat especially is someone that you need to, Kat Dawn, you guys need to collaborate is this better or no? Ask the radio audience. Put your speaker on. Put so your speaker. I have my, is this better? Are you on your phone or your computer? I'm on my phone. You're doing the phone be live? Yeah, because you couldn't hear me, remember? <laughs> okay. So you're no, I'm saying but on right now are you on your computer video? I'm on the computer video, but I have my thing muted. But maybe they're still okay. picking that up. Okay, put that know. volume on and just talk to me on the phone. Like, try that and see if this works. 
I don't Say want this again. to be bad for everyone. Do I need to mute myself? Is this better? It's good now. Mike says it's good now. Okay. okay. I thought I muted myself. I don't know what happened there. Sorry about that. All right. If we're good. Okay. Now everyone's saying much better. All right. Let's keep this going. I, I'm so sorry. We're just going to do it like this. No, you're good. Um, so these girls, um, again, they're ages like as young as 10, which is really hard for me to swallow because my daughter's 11. Like I just, it just eats away at me every time I think about that. Um, but you know, the, the one thing that they want more than anything else, believe it or not, is underwear and mother figures and mentors. Yeah. And th underwear sounds interesting, right? So, um, Another friend that uh, is, we're kind of in this mastermind. Um, it's kind of a business and spiritual manifesting mastermind that Heidi Totten has put together. Um, it's a small group of ladies, but our monthly contributions go towards her nonprofits. And we do a lot to just, you know, how can we help Heidi? How can we help each other? How can we, really the whole premise of 100 Humanitarians is, what is the power of 100 people united in any cause, anywhere in the world? So that can be in Denver, that can be, you know, in California, that can be in Kenya. It doesn't matter. But uh, one of the ladies in there is a seamstress, and she makes a lot of patterns. And we realized that, you know, it's one thing to donate underwear from Walmart or something, right? But the problem is that they don't have a Walmart around the corner. If, they, if the elastic in the underwear breaks, they can't replace it, and that's kind of a problem. So what she did, her name is Marissa Waldrop, she created an underwear pattern um, that they could actually use in Days for Girls. So Days for Girls, they make, they actually sew out of um, fabric, out of flannel, the pads so that they can wash and reuse them because disposable stuff is actually a problem. They don't have, um, you know, they don't have good means to dispose of things. They don't have a good trash system. So it needs to be reusable. So Days for Girls, they actually have their own enterprise affiliated with 100 Humanitarians. Uh, Christine is the lead on that. Um, I can't remember how to say her name, but Christine is one of the leads in Kenya with Days for Girls. You guys hearing me okay still? Yeah, I'm hearing you fine. I just I, I, I took a picture of my screen to show Live how much they suck. So, sorry. <laughs> no problem. Um, so, uh, basically we realized, okay, instead of just sending underwear they need to be able to not only make their own underwear over in Kenya, right? But it has to be something that's going to last. So she made an underwear pattern that can be made out of repurposing cotton t-shirts, you know, the stretchy t-shirts. Yeah. And uh, Christine Kamasi, I think is how you say her last name, over in Kenya that helps operate the Days for Girls, um, has actually tested these patterns and they've been very successful with it. So um, yeah, I, I'm. this is my first trip it, I'll be leaving May 31st. I'll be there for two weeks. Um, and really a lot of, there's a different focus each trip. Um, this, there are more kids. So we will be visiting that rescue center, but it'll be a little light on that topic. Um, Cause that could be really overwhelming for young kids. Um, I think sure. we'll have kids ages nine to 17 that will be coming on this trip with their parents. Um, nine to 17. Yeah. Kids ages nine to 17 are coming on this uh, trip. Wow. Yeah, so we'll be doing everything from building garden boxes for families who need that support, not only to feed their own families, but also to help them to be able to sell uh, their produce and have an income. Um, we'll also be visiting the rescue center for these girls and educating them. They get educated on anything from, you know, how to use, um, you know, those, those pads and things like that, just what it means to even have a menstrual cycle. Most of them don't even understand what it is and why they have it. Um, there'll be, you know, coaching and mentoring just on life skills, uh, relational skills, vocational skills. Um, they're, they're doing different projects every time we go. And Heidi goes probably every quarter. So, you know, it's the interesting thing about this is I'm a mom of five, right? And I could easily say, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Like, what business do I have getting involved in this? But what reason do I like? I can make all the excuses in the world, right? We all have excuses. We all have time. We all have, you know, things that our money is going towards. You know, I could also use the excuse that my husband was in unemployment just a few months ago for probably five months and has only been employed again for five, uh, sorry, not five months, for a month. So we're still picking up the pieces from that. But I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. 
it really doesn't matter what my excuses are because I have full faith that the money's going to show up, that this is part of my mission because everything that I do is around helping women be the hero of their own story. And that starts with young girls. Some of these girls are graduating from school. They want to be lawyers. They want to be politicians. They want to be medical doctors. They want to make a difference in their country and in the world. How can I ignore that, right? And I want to take my daughter and model that for her and show her, hey, what does this look like for her, for this young 11-year-old girl? She's actually struggled through school the last two years, have been really hard for her. She's had a lot of issues with some learning disabilities, um, a lot of bullying and some messy stuff going on in her life. And I just thought, you know what, what better opportunity to help her to really find herself, to really find her confidence, to see other girls her age from across the world and the impact that she can have on girls the same age as her. I mean, how powerful an experience will that be for her and I to have together? I don't know if you can see the comments on the screen because BeLive oh, sucks and that part's messed up. But it says, where can it. you get yeah. the pattern or can we get the pattern to home make them and send them? Absolutely. So actually, um, there's a few Good ways question, that people Tasha. can help. Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, there's a few ways that people can help. So um, we are taking donations for my daughter and I to get there. It's going to cost us upwards of $8,000. It's about 1500 to $2,000 just for a flight. Um, mm. So times two. And then uh, for each of us to go on the trip to help cover their costs and expenses and also have um, basically each person that goes, they factor in, okay, what do we need to um, fund all of the, you know, tools and supplies, seeds, all the things that we're doing to, right. um, you know, plant and do all these things. So it's about $2,500 a person. So total we're looking at about 8000 with travel costs and all that involved. So and here's the importance really quick yeah. um, of uh, it. In my opinion, the importance of like, well, why don't I'm, I'm sure there's some butthole out there that goes, well, why does your daughter need to go? Well, here's exactly why. Because children need to see and be a part of sacrificing, giving. They need to they need to understand what it's like to have other people donate on their behalf to go do something like this to get the gratitude on all ends of it. Like they're going to get the have the opportunity to receive the blessings of serving others, but then also being on the other hand of the other side of it to be blessed by other people to help them make that trip to bless other people's lives. That is like the ultimate circle of life. Wonderfulness, beautiful, amazing. Like, I mean, there's a million reasons why your daughter should go and gets to go. But I mean, that is so important. Plus then she's going to have the skills and understand what it's like to do a trip like this so that she can organize it for her class, for people her age. And then they can just keep this cycle going. And that is how we start chipping away at these problems that we have around the world that we just don't pay attention to. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I think that's, you know, I can come home and tell my kids about my experience and, you know, I'll I'll be coming home and telling my boys about it Um, and they can see pictures and I'm hoping to document, you know, some videos and pictures because I want to tell their stories. I feel that stories are so important because it is how we pass along to the next generation, like you said, how we make that impact and how we make a difference. Um, But it's going to be a totally different and life-changing experience for her. This is going to change her as a human being. I mean, literally change her DNA. It's going to change me as a human being. I mean, what an experience to have that as an 11-year-old, you know? I mean, if I had had that as an 11-year-old, I wonder what a different person I would have been having that experience, right? So the only, well, hold on. The only, I got to tell you something. Um, I think the only reason why I didn't just, I mean, I fell off into the deep end. Don't get me wrong, like really deep, but the only piece of sanity I had was watching my mother sacrificially give, sacrificially volunteer, sacrificially, you know, just everywhere she could help, everywhere she saw the opportunity, she was helping, she was giving. And that was like, that was placed on my heart. And the only sense of normalcy I had for a long time when I was just a, just a broken, broken, broken human, 
was watching my mother sacrificially give. And that had such an impact on me that at least like for all the bad I was doing, I had that giving heart still. And that is why now that my life is in order, that make it makes I'm able to really, really appreciate what giving is and in, in, in ways that just again, I eat last night, my experience last night, my experience the night before, it just was all centered around giving and and really being able to fully appreciate that and then the desire to train and teach other people to do the same. And so I, I love this. I, I, everywhere you're going with this is hitting home and resonating with me big time. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I think the hard part too, you know, having a family, um, it's hard because I can tell my kids what I'm doing and I can try to describe to them why mom's leaving the house, but there's nothing that's really going to help them understand that except experiencing it themselves. Yeah. You know, I can talk about it all day long and tell them why it's important, but all they know is mom's leaving, right? So at some point, I would love to take my twin boys who are in high school. Um, I think there's going to be some team trips coming up with a, a nonprofit that's based in Salt Lake that's helping prevent teen suicide. Um, so I'm hoping to bring my my twins to that. Um, and I think when my younger boys are a little older, maybe they'll be able to come, but they're still five and seven. They're too young, I think. But um, some of the ways that people can contribute. So my daughter, I don't know if you can see this. I'm going to try to put it close. So my oh, daughter made this. She made this out of her Girl Scouts, and she gave it to me as a Christmas gift. It's super simple, right? But she called it my Africa bracelet because she knows that I love Africa. And it inspired the idea to have her involved in the fundraising. I didn't want her to be like, okay, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to Kenya. What does that mean? You know, <laughs> so, you know, it's, I didn't want it to feel like this is mom's trip that I'm dragging right. her along, you know. So I decided, okay, what is something that she loves to do? She's she's kind of a tomboy, um, but she's very crafty. She loves creating things. She's very artistic. And so I thought, well, why couldn't we make a bunch of these bracelets and duplicate duplicate this bracelet? Uh, so we got together a couple of weeks ago. Um, we actually found a Maasai warrior that lives here in Denver. He married an American and lives here in Denver. And he came out to our event and shared with a bunch of the kids and moms that came and helped us make these bracelets. And um, that's kind of my daughter's way of fundraising. So they're $10 a bracelet. They're every different style, color, and pattern. It's just a fun way for her to feel like she's, you know, contributing. It's not just, you know, a lot of it, too, is, is I think it's important to um, to keep that give and receive cycle going, Right. It's important that we're able to receive what people are willing to give, but I also want people to feel like they're as much a part of this as I am. I right. want people to feel like they're as much a part of this story and this experience. Are you hearing me okay? Oh, yeah. My okay. phone's just vibrating in my ear. Um, oh. <laughs> this, I, this, I, you know what? I'm so happy that we found a way to make this work because yeah. I this is enriching my soul and making me less angry with uh, Be Life. Well, and I think there's something else to be said, and I'll get back to the pattern question. I still want to answer that. Um, you know, people ask me, why am I doing this? Like, why do I care so much? And why do I care so much about helping women? Why do I talk about human trafficking all the time? Um, I actually started, so I have the Shiro show, which is my usual like health and life coaching show. Um, and then I recently, a couple months ago, launched the Shiro show rescue series which is where I interview people who are doing these things. So talking about human trafficking, talking you know about Kat? sexual violation. I don't know who that is, but I love an introduction. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Kat, yeah. if you're watching, comment, because I don't know if you stayed on or not. If not, I will make sure to connect you. You need Okay. You have to meet Kat. Okay, I, I have to meet Kat. Awesome. You have to meet Kat. Yeah, Kat so Dawn. everything, everything around sex trafficking, uh, you know, sexual violation, Depression, anxiety, suicide, all these things that we need to be talking about that we're not because they've all had an impact on my personal life. I um, was raised in a very large family. There was uh, a lot of sexual abuse in my growing up and it sent me through a spiral of depression and anxiety. It caused a lot of turmoil in my marriage. My husband struggled with pornography addiction for a while. Um, he's gone through his own ringer of depression and anxiety when he lost his job. 
suicidal thoughts were definitely a part of our, both of our stories. And it's just, I can't, I can't afford to, to see any more people go through that. I've seen people who have lost their lives. I've seen people who are still going through these things and I'm just, I'm, I'm fed up with it, you know? And I'm, the least I can do as a mom of five is go, okay, what can I do? You know, I can't leave all the time, but I can do from my home office as I'm in right now, I can raise awareness. I can help people who are out there doing big things. I can be the conduit for them. So that's what I'm doing. So back to the pattern. Um, if you go to 100, the number 100humanitarians.com, uh, you can find out all the information about this uh, nonprofit. They have the information about the underwear pattern. So we're also looking for people who want to donate things that we can take with us. There are certain things that we cannot take. For example, um, toys that an individual child would play with um, or candy causes a lot of problems for them uh, because they don't have a lot of the uh, dental hygiene that we have. It's just not a good thing. And it, and it actually creates an expectation uh, for these kids to constantly be begging, which is not something that we want to be a habit. Um, but if, if there's any toys that could be a group play, so I don't want to choose of all the dozens of kids that are on the streets there, which That's child, right, which child I would give the Barbie doll or the toy car to, right? But if I can give them a jump rope that they can all play with together or a kickball or bubbles or something like that, that they can all do together that doesn't feel exclusive, then that's definitely something I can bring with. Um, another item that we're looking for is T-shirts, cotton T-shirts. Yeah, 100 Humanitarians with an S. Yeah, it's with the, I, put, I did it wrong. Okay, oh, this is a great website. Okay, you guys, you guys need to check this website out. Yes. So we're looking for toys that children can play with together as a group, um, cotton T-shirts that we can take with us to donate to uh, the Days for Girls that's in Kenya so that they can be making their own as well. And it also is helping them to actually improve their vocational skills and teach women sewing skills. Um, and then if there is underwear that you want to donate as well, um, that would also be appreciated. Oh, oh I'm going to read about this really, really quick. Yeah, so yeah, please do. 100 Humanitarians International is a community of entrepreneurs, small businesses, and individuals around the world collaborating to create opportunities both locally and internationally for education and economic development. We are committed to sustainable projects that support communities and preserve the culture, culture of indigenous tribes. I struggle with that word. Our mission to mentor families globally through education and entrepreneurship in an effort to eliminate physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional poverty while preserving culture and tradition. Amen to that. That's <laughs> awesome. You guys Absolutely. check out that website. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's funny because this isn't even my nonprofit or my company, but I'm just so passionate about what they're doing and the difference that they're making and the impact that they're making. And, you know, some people, I remember a couple of years ago, I wanted to try to go to, to Kenya with a different group before I met Heidi. And I had some rude people that were. But, uh, okay. <laughs> like, um, what are you, you know, people that said that to me is like, well, what are you doing? Like, well, how are you making a difference? How are you helping? You know, people right. are quick to judge, but they're not quick to show up and serve. And the point of this is not to say that, you know, all the problems are in Kenya and we don't have problems here. The point is to say there are problems everywhere. We can make a difference everywhere. This is one sure. piece of that puzzle. And I don't know when this is going to happen. I mean, we're looking at actually creating chapters around the country, around the U.S., the first chapter being in Denver of 100 humanitarians that I would lead. Um, that's in the works as we speak. But really the idea is, you know, how can we bring a collective to our community? How can we support our own communities on these issues and then support the world? So it's both world and local. It's, it's, it's a need everywhere. Yeah, this is this is this is amazing, I think. Um, and here's the deal, like for people that get overwhelmed about giving, giving back, volunteering, you don't need 
look, look, you can go if you can go to Africa and you can go to other places in the world, fantastic. But honestly, there's places right outside your front door where you can go make a difference. Yep. And that's the point is you're not here on this earth for your own needs. You're here to bless others. You're here to contribute to the world. It is such a gift and a blessing to be a human being, period. It's a miracle that you're here, but you're not here for your own selfish desires. You are here to contribute. You're here to give back. You're here to take care of people. That's what it's about. And you don't have to do something like go to Africa. But again, some people are called to do that. But some people are just called to make a difference in their own community. And that's perfect too. There's no better or worse or anything. It's if you're giving, if you're helping, if you're giving back, if you're trying to make a difference, that's all that really matters. Some people just use their voice to make a difference. That's okay too, because you motivate and encourage other people to do it. So you don't have to be overwhelmed. The fact... She's a mom of five and she's going to Africa. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like she's got big responsibilities. (laughs) What the hell is your excuse? But I mean, not everybody has to go to Africa. Not everybody has to go to China. There's needs in your own backyard. There's needs. There's probably needs in your own home, (laughs) you know, in your own building. You know, maybe, maybe you live downtown. Maybe you live in a city like San Diego and live downtown or you live in LA downtown or New York downtown or anywhere downtown. And by the way, these issues issues are everywhere. Trafficking is happening trafficking is happening all over the United States. People think this is a third world problem. It's not. It's happening everywhere. In fact, Denver is is a major hub. I could go a few blocks and I'm sure that there's all kinds of stuff going on all over the place. And I'm sure that's the case in a lot of parts of the of the country. So this is an end of the world if you're, you know, international. This is this is a world problem. This is not just a Kenya problem. This is not just a third world problem. This is happening everywhere. Could be happening in your own backyard, like you said. It's it's everywhere. And if we don't care and we don't pay attention, nothing's going to change. It is a the reason why sex trafficking is an issue is something I'm passionate about. It has nothing to do like I wrote down three names that I'm going to connect you to: Annie Lobert from Hookers for Jesus. Uh, Kat Dawn, who has her own organization, and Chong Kim. Um, I, I know there's all stories. And frankly, now that I say that, John Principle is somebody that you need to meet. Um, he, like what he's doing, these four people all have four different missions within sex trafficking alone that are four separate issues within that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not black and white. And I right. might even mean that's not a racial, that's not a race thing. When I say black and white, it's not like, hey, I got a Craigslist hooker and that's how it is. No, it's not. You're talking politicians, NBA stars, pro athletes. You're talking people that are just wealthy, CEOs of company that are buying children. Like if you want to hear something disgusting, nah, yeah, I'm going to say it. Who cares? Um, it's my show. I can say what I want. The um, Something disgusting is that when, when, say, a politician or someone higher profile um, they go and they, they buy one of these underage uh, girls and they get pregnant, whether it's from that person or not. When that, that escort gets pregnant or the sex traffic girl gets pregnant, what they do is they go set up and blackmail the person that was closest to the date of when they slept together and they blackmail them. Then they tell them, okay, if you pay us off, we're going to, if you pay us off, we're, um, we're going to abort the baby. To make it go away. Guess what happens? They don't abort the baby. The baby goes to a baby farm. Yeah. And so this is not some issue where everyone that's hooking or being an escort is they volunteered to do it. There, it is, it is a disgusting, the underbelly of this. It is such a major part of the world's economy. It's disgusting. It goes all the way to the top. It's a government issue. You think the government wants to stop it? They could stop it if they wanted to, just like the drug war. They could stop the drug war if they wanted to, but guess what? They don't want to. That's the problem. And the reason why I'm so insistent on you you connecting with these people, Gentry, is because if the people that are fighting sex trafficking, 
don't start working together, you're never going to make a dent in anything. Amen. You have to collaborate because this is such a global problem and it's so intertwined into every aspect of our world that they have to collaborate on this. Absolutely. To stop it, to be able to make a dent, to make a difference, you have to collaborate because this problem is huge. I wish John, John watches the show later. Chong watches the show later. Kat was just on. She's not on now. Uh, Annie watches the show from time to time too. I'm going to make sure that you're connected to them because you you have to work together. It's just, it's, 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 it's a must because what you're doing matters. And anyway, it, it just, it, I'm, I'm very passionate about this because of the abuse, because of the effects that it has on families. It is a disease. It is, it is, it is the beyond evil. It's not as simple as, look, I was somebody that used to get escorts. I was somebody that used to get like hook up with massage girls and I did a lot of bad things. Okay. I'm not proud of any of it and not. And, but when I was doing it, I justified it by saying, oh, well, I mean, she's a willing adult. Like, who cares? You know, no big deal. Never mind what I was doing to my own family. But the fact is, a lot of these girls don't just start out as, hey, I'm 22 now, I'm 24, I'm 30, I'm going to go be a massage girl. No, no, that's not how it happens. It happens young. You know, these, these runaway girls, or they get kidnapped, or they're coming from other countries, and they're, exor- they're children that are sex trafficked, and they get brought up into the system, and they're trained to be worker girls. It starts young. So when you're there doing that and you think it's harmless, no, it's not. It's not. You're it, like, if you want to get your rocks off, just go to a freaking bar, whatever, figure it out. But I mean, what you're doing is you're contributing to a massive global problem. And I was one of those people that did it. And I'm very, and, and, and having a better understanding of the abuse, the manipulation, the control, all of that stuff, having that understanding now, now it makes me sick. Think about and it so this it's way. no wonder that all of these people have come in my life that have dealt with this because yeah. it, or, or dealt with it, have been a part of it because now I get to be part of the solution, not the freaking problem. Right. Think of it this way, too. I mean, if this was your daughter, they go and pick up vulnerable looking girls at high schools or, uh, you know, shopping malls, the girls who look insecure, the girls who don't have confidence, they prey on those girls. That could easily be my daughter. Easily. I mean, I'm not okay with that. It's just, it's not okay. And like you said, you know, they start young and then they drug them. They make them addicted to the drugs. They know that the only place they can get those drugs is from these people. They become dependent on these people and they don't know how to get out. And oftentimes, even when they get rescued, the girls run back because they need the drugs to cope. This is, it's, it's a disaster, but yeah, it's. It is so much work. Um, Again, I, I, Listen, we are we are out of, running out of time. I I I we have to do this and get this right. Um, I want to reschedule with you because I we didn't even talk about the amazing podcast you have, like what you're up to as a life coach. <laughs> we went straight, whatever. But we well, that's that's how I want you to come yeah. back on and have a normal conversation. Like we just need to schedule a special time, like next week, because okay. I want to make sure that you're getting what you need to make this trip happen because I believe in you. I think you're an amazing human. I'm Thank so you. happy to that we have connected and you know, we don't really know each other that well yet, but I'm a big supporter of you. I love what you're up to and I want to help you disrupt things and and make a change. Thank you. Thank you. It's been um, fun to be on here. I didn't mean to make it so heavy. <laughs> but no, that's no, no, just, no, no, no. Um, I listen. Yeah. I can. I could have steered this a lot of different ways. Um, yeah. But I'm comfortable having these conversations because, frankly, the truth is this: like my whole mission in life is going into the darkest corners of the world and being the light and helping bring people out of the shadows. Like I want to be a voice for the voiceless Absolutely. and help raise the voices of people that are out there fighting in the trenches, trying to make a difference. Like it, yeah. it is my whole mission. I don't, I didn't deserve. I, I, I say it didn't deserve to be alive. I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't respecting the gifts God gave me. So my life is not my own. So my whole mission is about this kind of stuff. I it's, it's and it's it's everything because see with sex trafficking here's what you're dealing with and this is a, again why it hits home for me you're dealing with 
uh, sexual abuse, you're dealing with physical abuse, you're dealing with drug addiction, you're building with poverty and homelessness, you're building with mental health issues. I may have said that already. And then, of course, you're dealing with disease. You're dealing with HIV. Like this hits home for me in freaking 55 ways because it all intersects, but it all starts here because my brokenness started with sexual abuse. Right. You know, and abandonment and, 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 and like, and then it just circled. And so it just became this thing where I experienced all of this in some roundabout way. And I care about it because there is freedom from it. And the beautiful thing is this. If you do deliver the help to these people, they are not lost causes. Chong Kim, prime example of someone that started, she was a sex trafficked child that became a madam that turned her life around and now is saving people's lives all over the world. And she's proof of that. She's using all of the the drug addiction, the abuse, the anger, the hurt, the frustration. She's using that for good. She's using that as a superpower to empower other people. Annie Lobert, same thing, hookers for Jesus. Cat Dawn, what she's doing for domestic violence and, and abuse and sex trafficking, huge. John Principal, same thing. Like he's got a documentary that's getting ready to come on uh, at sex trafficking. Like, and then, and you, and what you're doing. Like, and, and I'm not saying that you were, you were, you know, someone that had been in that world before. I'm saying well, like, like I people was that sexually are fighting. Abused. Yeah, I was sexually abused through my childhood. I mean, it, it almost ruined my marriage. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think if anything I've learned it's you've got to turn your pain into your passion. And if you're not there right now, that's okay. It's okay. You might need to heal. You might not be done mm-hmm. with your healing. We're never really done. I don't think we're ever done. No. Um, but if, if you're feeling really triggered by this conversation, right, in a negative way, then that means you've got some healing. It's, it's, it's a call to start working on yourself. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to how can you turn your pain into your passion? That's right. And actually use, make a difference in the world. Um, another name that comes to mind that would be a good connector for all of us as well, or for all of you, um, is John DeYoung. He's based here out of Denver. Um, you know, a conversation that you started a minute ago is there's so much competition between nonprofits. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And, you know, I was looking at, you know, I want to get involved, but I don't know which one to get involved with. And I'm multi-passionate about so many subjects, <laughs> but they're, they're all competing with each other. Like, what the crap is that? Right. Yeah. And some of the really big ones that are out there that are doing big things are like not playing nicely with others. Right. And so I was like, well, that's crap. What the heck is that? So <sighs> that's when I realized that, you know, I can be the conduit for all of them. That's why I started the Shiro Show Rescue Series because I want to help all of us work together. And that's something that John DeYoung is doing. He just started doing um, what he calls the Shift Freedom Conference. Um, I'm actually meeting with him and a few other people on Tuesday. Um, there's a woman that's coming here, and I can't remember her name. I'd have to look at it. That is um, doing some things around legislation on um, ending uh, child sexual exploitation and... Oh gosh, what is her name? Uh, her name is, uh, her website is thisismystory.solutions. Uh, let's see, her name is Jessica. Shoot, I don't have her last name. Um, anyway, I haven't even met her yet, but she's doing a lot around the legisla- legislation around human trafficking and child exploitation prevention act. So anyway, uh, yeah. There's, it's just, we've got to do this together. No one can do any one thing alone. We're so much more powerful when we unite as an army, right? Amen. Listen, Gentry, I'm, um, I'm so happy that you came on the show. We are doing this again sooner than later. Um, and cause we're going to help you make that trip happen. You and your daughter. Thank you. We're going to do it. Um, so listen, I, um, for, I, for coming on the show today, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Yay. Yeah, and you cannot you cannot sell it and you cannot give it away. I'll give and it to my daughter. Feed, she and you, would mu- love it. you must feed it. You must okay. feed it. So what what are you gonna do with it? My daughter would love it. She is an animal lover to the extreme. I think she'll probably be a veterinarian someday. She just any anything animal, she's all over it. Love it. 
Yeah. Hey, listen, God bless you. And um, you. you as well. You guys, you guys support Gentry. You guys follow her. Um, watch what she's up to. She's an amazing podcast. Just a great human being, as if you couldn't tell already. And <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye. See ya. Okay. So thanks for putting up with um, the technical issues. She's terrific. She's a blessing. Um, I, 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 that was a frustrating interview, but we got through it. <sighs> Be live. All right. Namaste. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. It's been an amazing week. Um, if I can get these technical issues worked out, we're going to have a show at one o'clock and, um, you know, I'll be in a better mood. So now I'm going to go to the gym and get my swole on. And then that's that. I love you. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Now's the time to get more happy because the SoCal resident ticket is back at the Disneyland Resort. Save up to 25% on select multi-day tickets. And with more savings, you get more excitement, more joy, and more magic. There's no better time to get more happy. Visit Disneyland.com SoCal or click on the banner for details. Savings based on non-discounted price for the same ticket. Valid for residents and select SoCal zip codes with valid ID. Tickets expire May 24th, 2018. Restrictions apply.